Today on the show, we're featuring a great Hale County buck. It's the first featured buck of the 2018-2019 deer season. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, a blue-collar, hard-working man, got it done early. I mean, it's a great buck. He and his dad bought a nice piece of property landing in Hale County, and it's, man, it's producing some big bucks. I think he's got a bright future where he's at. You're listening to the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast. Justin, are you a professional hunter? Uh, no, sir. I am not. I'm far from it. No. Well, that buck I'm, that you killed, I mean, that's like the kind of bucks that these professional hunters on TV kill. I mean, tell us about that buck, man. Well, uh, this piece of property that I killed this deer on, we got uh, about halfway through hunting season last year. And uh, I ended up killing one pretty decent eight point last year up there. I kind of started started over this spring, uh, planted a bunch of uh, peas and soybeans and corn and milo and all kind of stuff, and uh, everything started coming up. My beans and peas got up about six or eight inches tall, and I went and put a camera on them. And uh, I think it was the first week of July, I got a picture of this deer and several other bucks, and uh, he had... You could already see his splits on his brow ties pretty good, and that's something I've always wanted to kill was a deer with split brow ties, and it just kind of blew my mind. Out of nowhere, here he was on my place, and uh, it's it's been a uh, lot of sleepless nights between July and and a couple (laughs) weeks ago when I killed him. I've been oh yeah, uh, I can only he's been in the back of my mind the whole time. Shoot, I can only imagine about a buck like that. Is this uh, what county are, are you talking about? Uh, this I actually killed a deer in Hale County. I, okay. I live in Marengo County, but it's not. But about ten minutes up the road right. from my house is where I'm hunting at. Okay. Did uh, you you said y'all y'all had planted a bunch of stuff and uh, how how big a property are you talking right now? Okay. And it's it's probably a hundred and seventy five of its pasture, and uh, the rest of its woods or you know it's, it's got a lot of uh, excuse me like WRP small uh, planted hardwoods mm-hmm. around a creek that runs through one corner of it. Uh, and I I took some of that pasture and, and planted stuff in up in the front part of the place. I, I planted a bunch of a bunch of milo and strips. My dad's got bird dogs and he likes fooling with bird dogs so we planted some stuff up there where we could plant some quail and, and food with dogs on too right uh, and that was originally the intent you know the, the deer it's, it's been a, a a very very nice bonus but uh it's a couple ponds on the place and uh it's a lot of doves in that area so and it it, it was more what the place was bought more than a tent of upland kind of stuff until I saw what kind of deer were around, hanging around up there, and that that kind of changed. Right. What what made you want to? What made you put a camera out where you did? Um, uh, when those peas started coming up, 
and I got up, like I said, six or eight inches, and uh, I went down there one day just riding and looking, and uh, they, they've been in there hitting those peas pretty hard, so uh, like I said, I just got a T-post and went through a T-post up out there in the middle of the field just to see, you know, what all was coming out there. Right. Uh, I got some okay pictures there, but uh, if, if you go down just a little ways down the pasture, it's a, uh, a gate that goes toward where that creek is down there, and it's, it's real thick on the other side of that gate back in there. It's like CRP and a bunch of saplings and that kind of stuff. That's what the deer been bedding up. How big they were coming through the gate, and they ended up putting the camera on that gate where I got most of my pictures from because they just, I guess, the ease of you know coming through there were coming back and forth through that gate all the time. How big a piece of land were they bedding in? I mean, how big was that spot? It's probably probably twenty acres. So all those deer were living; they were all living on that one twenty acres. Yeah, it was a pile of deer coming in and out back there. (laughs) kind of in the bend of a creek so they had the creek behind them and then that fence line with big trees on it and then on the other side of that's that pasture but they, i mean they really they had everything they needed down there right it's, it's a lot of clover out in that pasture too so you know they were before i planned the stuff they were coming out on that side anyway you that clover and stuff but uh, it, it makes it kind of hard to hunt sometimes depending on what the wind's doing because they tend to bunch up down there mm-hmm. and you end up I, I busted a bunch of deer last year because like i said we just got to place i really didn't know you know what what the deer were doing right and, and looking back and i hunted a little different uh, you know i might i may have done a little different last year but uh, after looking at them on the camera and seeing what and i tell you man that those cameras made me my, made it a whole lot easier for me to kill that deer than if I'd have not had any camera out. You know, I mean, right. who knows how many times I would have stumbled over them. But having them out and knowing exactly when they were coming and going. Uh, but yeah, I, I hunted a deer one time, so I just, I knew what he was doing and I waited till the conditions were right. You know, we got a, finally got a cool day, uh, which I was working 12 hours midnights the whole first week of season so it wasn't like i was really gonna get to go anyway but, right uh, i got a good win at sunday and the first time i went down there not I, you know I, I really think next year if i can afford to i'm either gonna get some some cellular cameras or maybe like that cutty back link deal right where i can put some cameras down there and not go down there as much because i can see where they can be a big help or or a curse at the same time because you know everybody once you start seeing a deer like that or a good deer you want to go down there all the time checking your cameras and that's from from observing the behavior i saw uh me going down there sometimes i'd go down there it was that deer and another big eight point uh and you know when i went down there and checked cards or went down there bush hold or something I, I wouldn't see him for two or three days after i went down there right so i know me just just going down there even checking cameras messing their routine up so uh i think those cellular cameras if 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 you're somewhere you can get a signal to use them man if you got a big deer i can see we're putting those out would help you tremendously not having to go down there and mess with them you know? that's definitely that, that's most definitely that because that a big buck he starts smelling you you know he's he's gonna he'll change everything about what he does uh well no well tell all the listeners go back 
and uh, let's take take us through that hunt that morning, that day that you killed him. All right. Uh, I got off of work that morning, run home, took a nap, and uh, I ran up there to the farm about twelve o'clock. Jumped in the shower, got off scent free, and sprayed down, and got all my stuff together because, like I said, it was my first first time to go. So I was double checking to make sure I had a rope to pull up my bow, my release, and everything. You know? Right. Get down there, uh, get up in my tree stand, and where I had my tree stand, I'm, I'm looking kind of toward where that CRP was, where the deer were coming from, and behind me, over my left shoulder, was about a, was about a four-acre green field mm-hmm. I put in, and then straight behind me, I had about, I don't know, three or four acres of corn, and then kind of off to my right behind me was where I had all the beans and the milo and stuff. Right. And, uh, yeah, I got up there about two, two fifteen, something like that. I don't know. I sat there for maybe thirty minutes or so, and then I caught something moving out there in that milo. And I looked, and it was a small six point out there, and he he kind of fed off another direction. And uh, I sat there from then till five o'clock and hadn't seen a, a deer. Uh, five o'clock, I went ahead and stood up in my lock on leaned up against a tree because I knew they, you know, the last two weeks before season come in, somewhere between 5.30 and 6 o'clock, they've been coming through there, coming through that gate, and I didn't want to have to stand up with them coming through there, so I went ahead and stood up. And uh, I'd been standing up for about five minutes, and I saw a deer coming in from my left, coming down the road, so I, I got my bow and got ready. I, looked, I saw horns, and said, well, that's, that's a buck. And so maybe it'd been this deer and four or five smaller bucks together yeah i'm getting kind of excited and he, he got up there behind the limb and stopped and i got to look and i said oh man it's the 13 point you know i was freaked out for a second and he, <laughs> he stopped looked and looked and looked and looked and looked and looked and maybe five minutes you know you look at a deer like that it felt like he stood there for an hour uh, and then he turned around and kind of tried to back off in the crp man, man i was no i was sick to my stomach uh, i texted my dad and Another buddy of mine, and, you know, I was like, well, that, that's that's doing. You know, he, I, don't, I don't know if he smelled me or just knew I was there or what, but he, he came up within 18 steps of me and gone. And was the wind was still in your favor? Yeah, the wind, it, it kind of died down. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't know if it may have swirled or or what, but it, it was still coming across me pretty good from the direction I wanted it to. Right. And I, I know some, you know, you hear – they have a six cent sometimes those older books just know i don't know if he just knew i was there or didn't like something right but he, he went back into crp and maybe 15 minutes later two does came out of another trail <clears throat> back to the right uh, from where he came from out of that crp and they fed down the road went on through the gate back toward where that corner stuff was back there and uh it wasn't a minute or two after they went through the gate, they came out of the same trail they did, straight toward me. Mm. Uh, it was a couple more bucks behind him, but I, after he came out, I wasn't really paying attention to anything <laughs> else. I was locked in on him. He, he walked right down the road, broadside, 25 yards from me. Right. And uh, I let him have it. He uh, just about, I don't know if it, him being nervous, 
when he was up there the first time or, or what. And I, I held low an armpit on him, and he still just about ducked my string. I hit him high Ooh. and uh, knocked him down. Reached down there, grabbed another air, and put another air in him. And then I had to sit there and collect myself for about 15 minutes before I climbed back down <laughs> that block on. I heard that. Hey, it's Landon. Uh, that property, you know, that you got that monster buck off of that one you bought last year. How? What would? What did they have on it prior to you buying it? Was it like? Uh, was it a farm or was it a? Uh, you know, just grew up or? What I'm getting at well, is they, how was this? How was this buck? How did this buck live four or five years before you shot him, or before you got the property? Uh, they had cows on the, the front side of this place. Back there where I was, by that gate, all, all that was fenced off from the cows. It's probably 80 acres in the back corner of the place. Uh, right. That creek comes through there, and on both sides of the creek, it's, it's pretty well grown up, and I think it, it was, just hadn't been anybody going back there. Nobody been back in there messing with them. Just, just, uh, uh, just a little haven for him back there. That's right. How many how many bucks did you say was hanging out with him when you had him on camera? It was about, it was about six and all. Um, it, it was him and uh, another eight point. Just it was, I believe, was older than this deer. Uh, he was pretty good. This that deer that I killed weighed two hundred five pounds, and this wow. other eight that was with him looked like he weighed about two thirty five. He was big. Mm -hmm. uh, he didn't have as much horn as this deer did, and. And one reason I think he's older is, like I said, any time I went down there, like the deer that I killed, he may not show up for a day or two, and this deer wouldn't show up back up for like four or five days. Well, I mean, at a certain point, you know, they'll start regressing, you know, their horn size and stuff. Yeah. But, uh. He, he, he's definitely big enough to shoot, but, you know, it, like I said, it was probably four more, just like little sixes and eights, you know, year and a half, two year old, just young deer with him. Right. You said you, uh, earlier you said you planted that, you know, that 175 acres. Did, uh, did you plant it to harvest the crops or were you planting it for recreational use, you know, just like just for deer hunting or just to plant a good food plot for them? Yes, I, I didn't plant the whole front part. I probably, all in all, I probably planted 30 acres of, of uh, stuff. You know, the milo and stuff we have for dove hunting and, uh, the deer eat that milo too. But, right. Uh, and like I said, my dad's got bird dogs. He likes fooling with quail and stuff. So we, I stripped some of that stuff out for him to do quails in. But uh, I, I'm a big believer in, in planting stuff in the spring and summertime. Oh, that's the best way to do it. I mean, you give them food to uh, keep them on your property year round. The uh, 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 is there quail naturally there, or do y'all just uh, y'all gonna put them out and stuff? Yeah, uh, we just we planting planting pen raised birds um, okay it's there's so many hawks up there I, I don't i don't know that if you've had any up there that, that they'd make it other than putting them out there every i see seven or eight hawks every time i go out there and I, you know they'll, they'll wear on them pretty good did you uh did you pull the jawbone on that buck that you killed i did not i, I didn't um, what, what do you think he had aged i'm gonna say four or five right a rack like that, yeah, I'd say so. How old do you think the uh, eight-pointer is? What would you say? I, I think he's probably six or seven years old. Whew. You going to try to go after him this year, or you going to try to give him the next year? Uh, 
daddy, daddy told me I had to pattern him like I did this one for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to have one for the old man. <laughs> Just tell, tell me where to but, sit, right? <laughs> but if he makes a mistake of walking by me when I have my bow, I'm not going to let him walk by me. I heard that. Um, do you only bow hunt or do you rifle hunt? I, I rifle hunt. I'd rather bow hunt. Right. Uh, the, the deer that I killed last year, I bow hunted for two months, and uh, I decided I was going to run up there after work one day, and I took my rifle, and he came out 10 steps from me when I had my rifle, but I couldn't let him walk. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that turned into a rifle hunt, but uh, I'd, I'd rather hunt with my bow. Right. Did uh, did uh, did you put a tape on him, get a green score on him yet? Yeah, uh not, he, he's got a point on his on his base that, that I didn't measure. Uh, right. it's, it's an inch long, but I'm just going to say it's a 13 point and not counting that one. It was 150 and three quarters. Ooh, man, that's mm. good buck. Dang yes, good buck. By far the biggest one I've ever killed with a rifle, shit, a bow, anything. Uh, on the surrounding that property that you purchased, what's all around? What's on the outskirts of it, you know, on your four sides? Yeah, is it a hunting clubs or or um, more farms? Really? Well, uh, it's a highway on one side of me, and it's a, a big farm across the road, cattle farm, and then uh, it's two landowners that surround the rest of me on the other side, really on two sides. You know, they meet behind me back there, uh, and they both, they both, um, they don't shoot little deer, you know. They, well, that's good. They manage their property, too. Uh, I know the guy that's on the north side of me. I know uh, a guy that I work with. His friend is that guy's nephew, you know, brother's uncle, cousin stuff. But (laughs) I think four years ago, he killed a 150-inch deer on that place with his uh, bow. And then the next year, he killed a 170-inch deer on that place with his rifle. Wow. That's world-class, man. Well, that's a re- I mean, you know, people not shooting smaller, lesser bucks is a recipe for, you know, killing better bucks. It's just the way it works, you know, let them grow. There's several, several big landowners in that area, uh, and that, that helps, too, you know, not having uh, just a ton of folks in there all the time. What, what uh, around you, you said there's a cattle farm and a road and then those other two landowners. What's the parcel, like how big are their parcels of land that surround you? place across the road from it's like 4,000 acres. Wow. Ooh, so. Yeah. And then um, on, on either side of me, both of those guys, they probably have 1,000, 1,200 acres apiece. So you're you're basically hunting on, I, I know a lot of it's pasture land, but it's a it's a 200-acre track. Is that what you said? Yeah, 275, yeah. All right, and you got about how much in woods and timber? Probably 100. So that right there goes to show you. Anybody out there, if you ain't got money to get into a big fancy hunt club, if you just had your little piece of land and do just like Justin and just be picky. I mean, you know, if you want a big buck, some people just want meat, but if you want to grow a big buck, just give him a little time. And it don't take it don't take five thousand acres because you know just well as I do, Justin, that as a buck gets older, his core area gets smaller. So he ain't going as far. So if you got a place that you can that you can go in like you did, plant your summer, your spring and summer plots, fall plots, and do some supplemental feeding throughout the year. You're gonna keep the deer there, and you can grow you a big buck. And just like you, you got all those up, you got all those other bucks there. Well, now, now you got big boy out of the pile. 
you could got you got room enough for another one to take his spot to grow up and you know from now on you could have you could kill a great buck year after year from here on out keep them right there on your place that's the plan there you go and you know like like you said you know planting uh supplemental feed in the summertime uh, you, you need to hinge cut some stuff and make some bed areas make you a little thicket mm-hmm. give them somewhere Give them somewhere on your place to, to bed up that you're not going in and out of all the time or around all the time. Give them some space. Make them feel comfortable, and uh, they'll stay there. Now, you said uh, you said y'all are planning on doing some bird hunting and stuff. Is that uh, is that going to be uh, is that going to hurt your deer hunting any, or do you think it will? Uh, it it shouldn't. Where I have a lot of that stuff planted for doves is is on one end of the property and this is in the very back of the property so uh, it ought to be good um, it's really one corner lengthwise to the other so uh, I don't I don't think it'll hurt no more than what we're going to be up there shooting birds anyway you know did y'all shoot dove did y'all shoot dove off of it this year uh, I, I have twice uh, nothing you know nothing big just two three of us up there right that book so, you know, it hadn't been 50 people popping up there or anything like that right what's the like what was the last weekend you shot or the last day you shot you know like the day of the day of the month uh it's been toward the end of end of september okay Dang. Uh, maybe the yeah but i mean you know i've several hundred yards right several hundred yards right from from where uh where these deer are or yeah. where and that buck knew he he wasn't in no danger. Yeah, I, he heard him. He heard those shots, and he still stayed right on your place. Well, the the guy that's got the place kind of behind and to the south of me, his house actually sits kind of off my back corner back there. And uh, the daddy shot with him. That deer wasn't five hundred yards from them, and they shot back there four or five times. Did you show that neighbor? Did he see the buck once once you killed him? Yeah. What yeah. he think? Uh, he, he he said he hoped there was another one like him running around back there. <laughs> Where, where's his brother at, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, last year I had a, a pretty good tempo one on camera. It wasn't quite as big as this deer. It may may have been a 140-inch deer, which is, I mean, that's still a huge oh, yeah. deer to me. You know? Yeah, that's a good deer. Spacing uh, in Alabama. I, I hunted him and hunted him and hunted him and hunted him. And uh, this guy's got a, a horse pasture out in front of his house. He, about the middle of December, he, he went out there end of December, really. Right there before Christmas, uh, he said he drinking coffee one morning, looked out the front door, and that deer was at ten point was out there chasing a doe, and it basically in his front yard. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's and he walked up there and popped him. I said, "God, man!" This was in December. <clears throat> was this in December? You said, "Yeah." Well, that's that's the next question I was going to ask you. Have you? Seen, I know it's a new piece of property now. Have you pinpointed the rut, or are you trying to hone your hone the rut out right there? Or what do you think about I'm the rut? I'm gonna have to fill them out this year. You know. Um, now, this is Hale like, County. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I work, like you said, at Paper Mill. I work swing shift, so, uh, you know, I kind of get to go when I get to go. Uh, right. It, uh, you know, it may be a week, a week and a half. I don't I don't go, and then, you know, I may get to go four or five days. But uh, last year, it was, it was more trying to get stuff. We were in kind of get it like we wanted mode last year more than we were really hunting. Uh I don't have any. I still don't have shooting houses up there. I, I got to build shooting houses, but right. Uh, 
Well, so, you know, he he said it was December, so you know you could kind of look forward to it in December. Maybe it, yeah. you know, maybe wait, the second week or the that, first week. You don't know. Yeah, that's one of the big, th- you know, big controversies in Alabama is when the rut is. You know, they got these rut maps and all this stuff, and you know they use Highway 82 to divide the line. I, you know, it's well, I, there's a science there, ain't it? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I got a picture uh, last year in probably the end of November of uh, a phone that still has spots on it. So, yeah. you know, I mean, do they all rut in the end of December? No, probably not. Right. Do some of them rut first part of February? Yeah, probably. So, you know, they're not all rutting in two weeks. You know, you, the bigger bucks may get it out of the way first. Um, right. And then, you know, some of the smaller bucks start Did y'all ever kill any good bucks, you know, down there? I, I killed some decent deer, nothing over probably 125 inches. We right. had boo coodles and boo coodles of deer down there, but nothing, you know, huge. You know, you killed a 175-pound deer, that was a big deer. Right. Nothing, nothing like what I've had the opportunity to up here for sure. That's what I'm saying. That's a, sounds that's a great like, buck. Sounds to me like you stumbled on a ponderosa. Yeah. I'm hoping so. Yeah, Ponderosa of Bucks. I've been pleasant, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> you got any kids that like to hunt? I have two girls. Um, I hadn't talked them into shooting a deer yet. They they both they, they think about it, but <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't got one of them to bite yet. They they both fish and they load up and go dove hunting with me. So they my, like my oldest one. She she went to Arkansas with me when she was about five or six. So they're not scared to load up and go. They're not. They're not uh, elbow deep in it yet, but they uh, they load up and go with Odell when, when they want to. They like it when you kill one. Yeah. Do they eat deer yeah, meat? Yeah, my youngest one. She got mad last year. I, I, was, I was actually on midnight last year too when I killed that deer, and I, I just had to run, drop him off at the processor, and didn't get to come back by the house. And she was mad that I didn't bring it by the house. <laughs> so this time I had to come back by the house before. I went to the processor. That probably disowned me. Yeah, you better you better get your priorities straight. Drive that one around <laughs> the hoods. What I'd have done. Yeah. <laughs> do they do they eat deer meat? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. What about your wife? Does she eat deer meat? Yeah, she she's coming around on me. <laughs> <laughs> she likes it in spaghetti. <laughs> they, they, they've had spaghetti and taco several times lately, and nobody knew any different. That's I like, right. I like the people that say, "Don't tell me what it is." is. <laughs> Whatever, grilled tenderloin, they'll eat it. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Well, Justin, man, you killed a great, awesome buck, man. And, and if you don't mind, we're going to put that picture on our uh, Facebook page let everybody see it. That way people can that, you know, be fine, see man. what we're talking Hey, I'll tell you what. Why don't you send me a picture of you and the okay. buck, and uh, we'll put that one up there so everybody have a face with a, you know, with a conversation. And uh, I want to just – I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast, and, and I hope everybody – you know, got something out of this this story right here. This is a great story, and and I'm glad you killed that buck, man. I really am. Well, I appreciate y'all having me. I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I have three ladies in the house with me. I don't get to talk deer hunting like I like to. Yeah. 
Well, I tell you what, you kill that big eight-pointer, if your daddy does, just send us a text or whatever, and we'll be glad to, you know, talk to him too about it. And, uh, All right, man, we'll at, do it. Hey, and I hunt down in Bibb County. I ain't too far from you, so maybe I'm down there. Maybe I can stop by and see you. Yeah, holler at me sometime, man. All right. We can do it. Sounds good, Justin. Thanks a lot, bud. All right. Nice talking to y'all. All right, you too. Bye-bye. We want to thank everybody for listening to the show because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have a show. And I want y'all to stay in touch with us. Landon, tell everybody how to stay in touch with us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or you can email us. Our Facebook is Alabama Sportsman. Right. Our Instagram is one Alabama Sportsman, the number one Alabama Sportsman. Mm-hmm. And our email, if you want to get in t- contact with us, it's one Alabama Sportsman at gmail.com. That's right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs>